Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, we love our golf uh, on the show and uh, we're going to focus on that right here and now because uh, we've looked very extensively at uh, Live Golf, of course, the PGA and uh, the DP World Tour as well as others. But uh, we're going to go local now to the Charles Tour and this is a good story. We're going to be talking to Josh Geary very shortly. He entered the final day of the Clearwater Open and the share of the lead uh, and then finished over the top of them with a brilliant finish down uh, 17 and 18 in particular, holding his nerves uh, to take out the title. Um, so that's really cool news uh, as we welcome Josh into the show. Thanks for joining us, mate. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Good, good to be on, mate. Hey, you broke uh, you broke a bit of a hoodoo at Clearwater. That was uh, pleasing for you as well because you've gone close there. Yeah, it's been a few years, but uh, finally got some revenge, I guess. A couple of uh, of uh, close calls over the you know a few years ago now, but um, it was nice to finish strongly this time. Okay, so um, tell us a wee bit uh, about the Charles Tour. I mean, uh, we've got one round to go. Um, and you're in contention to win it. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I've sort of made a bit of a catch-up on Sam there, so uh, I've got one more event in Taranaki this week. And, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a good showdown. I mean, that's, I think, Sam's home course, and the way he's been playing, it's going to be uh, hard to beat him. But um, I think I'm up for the challenge. He sounds like a very interesting and uh, exciting young prospect, Sam Jones. He is, yeah. I mean, hits the ball a long way, which is, is pretty key these days, uh, and he's also pretty accurate too. So, yeah, the type of form he's in, it's just sort of um, showing sort of what potential he has. What were your thoughts, Josh, uh, going down uh, 16, 17, 18? Uh, I knew I needed a couple of birdies. I was playing with Sam, and it might have been, I think, two shots behind. Uh, and 16 was quite a key hole, was that par three over water. Um, and I had a great shot in there, nearly nearly actually holed out for a one and uh, had a tap in birdie and then, yeah, managed to um, birdie the last two as well. So it was just a sort of good timing to uh, to come right. Um, tell us a wee bit about the course that lays ahead of you for, um, for Taranaki, for the last leg. Yeah, I mean, the weather plays a big part down there. It can get quite windy. So, um, you know, ball controls at a premium. And from what I've heard, the rough is getting pretty thick, which is which is good. We don't get um, to play too many events on, on courses which, which have decent rough, kind of like tour conditions. So it's going to be definitely a premium on, uh, on accuracy, which will be a nice change. You've been battling a, a few little niggles uh, with hip and back issues. Uh, how's the body? Uh, it was good last week. Just sort of, yeah, first time I've had to withdraw from a tournament, um, which is, you know, uh, bound to happen at some point. But luckily it wasn't too bad of a, an issue, and I'm, I'm glad I did pull out rather than pushing through it because I could have uh, done some damage that may have lasted a while. But, no, the body's feeling pretty good. Um, I'll get it sorted for this week, and, and we'll be away. 
You didn't you didn't catch up with uh, Israel Dag and rub shoulders with him after his uh, his hundred, did you? I did actually. <laughs> Had a, had a few words to him afterwards. He was a bit gutted, obviously, to, to make that big number down one of the par fives there. And I think he got a bit of a bit of a wake up call to you know professional golf, um, how kind of tough it can be at times. What, what is for the, for those amateurs who um, might play those courses? There'll be members of Clearwater that, of course, uh, followed you guys around, etc. What are the? Is it, is it more a distance thing uh, than anything else? Definitely helps. It's a combination of your yeah, distance plus the accuracy. I guess the um, they put the pins in slightly harder locations. The greens could be slightly faster, and then just the pressure of I guess every shot counts. And and um, you're yeah, just dealing with with tournament pressure. It's, it's slightly different than just your average relax around the golf. And and once you're not used to it, and you're a bit tense, and you'll hit some shots where you sort of surprise you. If you're not used to it, surprise yourself and and just can't quite figure out why that happened and, and why you were, maybe your tempo's a bit quicker because you're nervous, managing your heart rate, all that sort of stuff, your breathing. So, yeah, there's a lot more um, intricacies to the tournament golf than just your Saturday round. Josh, Ryan, Ryan Fox, of course, uh, won it last year, uh, picking up a couple of victories towards the end. Um, what would it mean uh, for you to have uh, your name on that trophy? Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome, mate. Um, you know, any trophy these days is getting harder to win, and especially with the crop of young talent coming through. So it would be pretty cool to um, to get my name on that trophy. I don't think I've won it before, and it just sort of, um, yeah, would cap off a nice a nice year for me. You're 37, um, which is young by a lot of people's sporting standards, but you, you keep referring to these young guys. Do, do you feel... Do you feel you, you feel quite one of the old blokes when you, when you tee it up on this tour? Uh, I do now, yeah. Even um, I, mean, I guess not so much the bigger tours like European or PGA tour. There's a lot of guys in my my age range doing well, but uh, definitely at home here, yeah, it's, it's definitely dominated by the the younger crowd. Um, do feel a bit older, but it's always nice to get one up on the young blokes. Uh, Josh. Uh... I would imagine, and I sincerely hope, you're going to play in our Open in March next year? Yeah, mate, I'll be there. I can't miss that one. It's one of my favourite events, so I'll be down there for that. And the good news is uh, Stevie Elkis uh, confirmed that he will be playing there. There's doubts whether Foxy will be able to make it, but certainly Stevie Elka there. Um, and you've had pretty good history down there, mate, shooting a course record of uh, 63, 8 under. Um, amazing. So uh, you can enter that tournament with uh, a little bit of confidence, I'd imagine. Yeah, look, I love playing down in uh, Arrowtown now. We seem to have some good success, and it's sort of hard not to enjoy the week off the course, too. There's just, you know, the scenery and just the place itself is pretty special. So, yeah, I'm going there with a bit of confidence after that last round there on the new course, shooting 63. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. What are the uh, differences uh, in the new layout? Because um, this will be the first time it's used as such and, and specifically to Millbrook as opposed to other tournaments around uh, Queenstown. Yeah, there's definitely a bit more strategy involved in that new nine holes. Um, there's definitely um, some risk-reward options there. Uh, there could be a lot of irons played off the tees as well. So it's pretty similar. It plays very similar to the rest of the course, which is which is nice. And it's a you know, great bit of land up there. It's, um, you sort of feel like you're you know, thousands of miles away from, from anywhere. So, um, yeah, I think Scandal would be a big one. There's a lot of bunkers that are kind of placed in niggly spots. So... It'll be interesting to see how, how it blows come, come the open. The other thing, um, and just talking, uh, going back to Stephen Alka, what an amazing turnaround his career has had, Josh. Um, are you inspired by that? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Stevie's done it pretty, oh, I don't know about tough, but he's, he's grounded out for probably 20-odd odd years now, and it's it's really, uh, you know, come to fruition for him, and he's starting to dominate on that tour. So it's, it's very inspiring. Um, he stayed competitive, I guess, on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour now for up until that, which obviously would have been a big help, um, and then just came in there firing. So definitely inspiring, yeah. So what about uh, the next uh, 12 months or so for Josh Geary? How's it looking? Yeah, I think I might um, try and head to the Asian Tour qualifying in January. Um, just having my first child six months ago, I sort of want to get a bit more time at home and, and travel a little bit less. Um, so ideally get somewhere like Asia and Australia uh, for the next few months and then, and then go from there. Uh, are they, um, they, uh, they attract, of course, um, the, uh, the official world golf rankings of points as well? course yeah they would yeah they do, uh, asian tools included in that so they would uh yeah be right with points okay so uh josh uh, we ask uh, all the golfers and that we, we talk to on this what do you make of liv i mean if if the phone did ring say you won the new zealand open the phone rang the next day um are you open-minded about the whole deal definitely open-minded yeah uh i think what it's done in terms of shaking up the pga tour and european tour is probably long-term good for golf i mean I guess people don't realise the expense of playing those tours and there's no guaranteed income. So, I mean, having a major tour card doesn't mean you're going to make money. So I think now with that new rule with the PGA Tour, having the $500,000 minimum, things like that will start to happen, which I do believe you deserve once you get there. It's, sort of, it's a pretty hard not getting there. And then all of a sudden, if you miss your first four or five cuts, you're out of pocket 20 or 30K. So it's a bit of a pretty harsh sport in that, in that regard. And I think a little bit of guaranteed money uh, on all the tours will be the next wave. And I think that the Liv's kicked that off. So I think it's good in that regard. And, and it's been a, um, good for players like myself and that seeing those benefits coming in. Uh, I don't I don't quite... Uh, I mean, I, I always go back to the book I read, uh, Good Walk Spoiled by uh, Feinstein, which was one of the ter- most terrific uh, sports books uh, I've ever read about. And it's basically obviously about uh, Q school uh, and just how tough it is and I, I'm not quite sure many people appreciate the pressures involved um, in, in the, uh, with the bulk of the players I mean we're, we're talking about the 80 percenters uh, we're not talking about the cream of the crop right up the top there the 80 percenters who actually grind and grind and grind week after week uh, it's, it's tough it must be tough mentally on you guys Oh, it is, absolutely, and that's why you sort of need um, to take your breaks when you can because physically it's not too bad as long as your body's in decent shape, but, yeah, it's, it's the mind that takes a bit of a hammering. Um, I guess you just, in golf, you're basically losing all the time and you win now and then, but most other sports you have a lot more success. Maybe it's match-to-match, you have a lot more wins, but in golf you sort of get knocked around a fair bit more, so you definitely have to be you know, mentally strong to better handle that and, uh, and take your breaks when you can. Do you keep in touch with uh, the guys playing on the other tours? Uh, uh, you know, Ryan with Dan Hillier, et cetera, maybe Stevie Elka or Danny Lee even. Do you do you, you guys sort of keep in touch as a Kiwi brigade or not? Uh, definitely with Foxy and Dan, yeah. I, I haven't uh, spoken to Stevie for a while, but when he's back, if I see him, I'll definitely catch up with him. But, um, yeah, Foxy and Dan, I've, you know, we've been over there traveling together and playing the old event together, so we'd get together for dinner or you know, have a practice round here and there. So it's... Um, it's good to have those boys over there because the last few years have been pretty lean with only one, maybe two Kiwis out there. But uh, it's been good to have, yeah, I've been uh, living with Dan a bit, um, travel with him, yeah, and uh, hung out with Foxy a fair bit too. So, 
that's always good. Get you a little sort of taste of home when you when you're overseas. Just finally, Josh, uh, what we're Tuesday morning now. What's your program leading into Taranaki now? Uh, I just flew back home last night, and you know, so I've got a day of uh, <laughs> washing and all the fun stuff, getting stuff ready for this week. Uh, and I'll probably drive down tonight or tomorrow morning and play the program tomorrow, then straight into it on uh, on Thursday morning. And on an average week of preparation, say you, you know, how many golf balls would you hit before you you tee it up? Um, quite a lot. I mean, one, you're obviously playing probably five times a week with the pro am. Oh, sorry, probably six times with the practice round, pro am, and the four rounds. So I mean, you're probably only on a tournament week. You're probably only hitting I don't know maybe a hundred balls in a day. Plus you round the golf, it takes up a fair bit of time with your warm up and all that. Um, so yeah, quite a lot. It's basically six days a week and then a day of travel. So it's pretty pretty full on when you're on tour. What about the coaching side of things? What's your set up there, Josh? Uh, I've got a coach in Australia right now, um, in Godleyman, he's an English guy, who I really haven't seen in person since pre-COVID. So it was all that time we couldn't travel and he was kind of stuck in Australia, I was stuck here. So I've done a bit online, um, through video chat and all that sort of stuff, which which is good. It's not as good as being in person. So I'm well overdue for a, a trip to see him, but uh, he's in flights to Aussie the last few weeks. have been a couple of thousand bucks return, so... I might wait for that to calm down before I go and see him. Josh Geary, uh, terrific to catch up with you. Congratulations on that win in Clearwater and uh, all the best in New Plymouth this weekend. Uh, thanks for your time, mate. Cheers, mate. No worries. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.